Hello and welcome to the Life Tools podcast. In school, we learned history and algebra, foreign languages and chemistry, but nobody taught us tools for life. How do we deal with self-doubt? What are beliefs and how do they influence us? How do we find ourselves when we feel lost? And how do we make a healthy decision? Many people learn these things much later in life, after three, four, even five decades of existence, and often the hard way. For a few, like myself, I had to learn them very early. I created this podcast to share with you the tools that have helped me greatly in my own life. They're small actions anybody can take that bring big results over time. Let's get to it. Hi everyone! This week we are talking about mindset. If you listened to the mini episode titled Hitting Pause, then you may remember that I mentioned the Life Coach School podcast created and hosted by Brooke Castillo where I learned that failure says nothing about us. Failure is just information telling us that what we did was not the best course of action for where we want to go. And this is valuable information that can bring us closer to our goal instead of farther from it. I mention this here because this attitude, this mentality that says if I fail, it doesn't mean I'm a failure or stupid, it doesn't mean I was born average and doomed to be average for the rest of my life, this attitude is a big part of what is called the growth mindset. As suggested by the term itself, the growth mindset is open to and driven by growth. All good in theory. I'm sure if you ask people randomly if they like growth, they would say yes. But if you look at the nitty-gritty of it, not everyone is growth-oriented. Because growth often means starting at the bottom, or being a little clumsy as you try to get the hang of something, or risking being labeled by other people as slow or incompetent or not a natural talent. It also means running the risk of making mistakes and maybe later admitting that you made a mistake. It means doing things and persisting without guarantee that you will win in the end. Growth is not a comfortable process, but a growth mindset person loves challenges because they give them a different meaning. When something is challenging, they know it is stretching them beyond their current abilities. Challenges for them are the bridge towards the better version of themselves. The opposite of the growth mindset is the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset says you either have it or you don't. If you're naturally good at math, you bask in the glory of being called a math genius, someone who gets straight A's without even trying. Or if it's a slow start for you, then you think, maybe I'm just not gifted with numbers, so what's the point in trying? The fixed mindset is attached to labels, to preserving good labels and avoiding bad ones at all costs. For example, you are a chess champion in your circle, and later you have the opportunity to play with a different set of people, but you find excuses to not play with them because you're afraid that they might beat you and you will lose your title as chess champion. You secretly think that, at least where you are now, you will always be champion. There is a certain comfort in the fixed mindset because either you are talented at something and so it comes easily for you, or you're not, and you think there is no point in trying to improve. In this mindset, there is no place for failure, nor for effort. The fixed mindset focuses on perfection. The growth mindset focuses on learning and improving. The fixed mindset chases title and prestige. The growth mindset is in it to become better. The fixed mindset wants to beat others. The growth mindset seeks to be a better version of themselves. 
The fixed mindset's philosophy is nothing ventured, nothing lost, while that of the growth mindset is nothing ventured, nothing gained. For the fixed mindset, success is proving you are the best. For the growth mindset, success is learning and getting better and winning is just a bonus. The fixed mindset says, I don't know how to do this. The growth mindset says, I don't know how to do this yet and I can learn if I'm willing to put in the time and energy necessary. The fixed mindset says, the project failed. I'm not the problem. I'm smart. I graduated from the country's top university. It's the people who didn't carry out my idea well. The growth mindset says, the project failed. I must have overlooked something important. Let me examine all the steps we went through and find what we could have done better. At this point, you may recognize yourself as primarily one or the other. We can also be a mix of both mindsets depending on what area of our lives we are talking about. For example, some people have a growth mindset at work but a fixed mindset in relationships, like when they think that conflict with a partner is a sign the relationship is not meant to be and it's bye-bye onto the next person. A growth mindset in this case would understand that no relationship is perfect and conflicts are an opportunity to grow together as a couple. Of course, I'm not talking about extreme cases where there is abuse. You might have already guessed that I'm putting out this episode to promote the growth mindset. Not because I think the fixed mindset is wrong and the growth mindset is right per se, but because when we are primarily of the fixed mindset, we severely limit ourselves. It's not a pleasant experience. In fact, we suffer a lot. We constantly look for approval. We fear looking like a loser. We are perpetually tortured by disempowering thoughts like, I can't, I'm stupid, what if they're better than me, what will they think of me, how come this person is gifted at this and I'm not, I am just not lucky, etc, etc. We are basically giving our power away. Our world becomes a very small box we imprison ourselves in. Whereas with a growth mindset, we see our world and ourselves as ever-changing and ever-expanding. We do not let external circumstances define us. When we fail and we don't make it mean we are a failure, our inner experience of a setback isn't emotional death. There will be disappointment, but we will not be frozen in our disappointment and we will be able to move on. Imagine a baby trying to walk. When a baby falls, and they fall many, many times, they don't say, this is so difficult, I guess I'm just not meant to walk, so I'm just going to sit here for the rest of my life. Instead, they get up, they keep trying, and they keep trying, and one day they are able to stand, they wobble, and then they walk. And all those times they fell and got back up, they were actually developing all the muscles necessary to one day hold themselves upright. Does this mean then that every fall, every setback is to be taken as a sign we must plunge full force into something and work at it till we come out the other end triumphant? No. Just because something can be improved doesn't mean it must be improved. There are a million things to learn and only so much energy and time in our hands. The right question to ask is, does this matter to you? Is it something you love and care about? Is it in line with your overall personal and professional goals? For example, I love languages and I love words. It's an area I consciously choose to apply the growth mindset in. I like surrounding myself with people who speak better than me and who write better than me because by being exposed to higher level language, I improve. 
I also do not give up when things get difficult, as they inevitably do. Same with teaching and working with children. I'm constantly learning and I'm not afraid to look at my mistakes. But in the area of math and history, I'm okay being average. I'm not very quick with mental calculations and I know so little about history you would think I never went to school. But I've made a conscious choice to be okay with this, to devote my time and energy to things that matter more to me. Mindset is just our established set of attitudes towards things. Our attitudes are made up of our thoughts, and our thoughts can be changed, which means our attitude, our mindset, can be changed. If we want to cultivate a growth mindset, it is never too late. With children, if they learn it early, it will serve them for the rest of their lives. So how do we do this? One good way is to praise a person, including ourselves, for the effort, the perseverance, the creativity, the patience that went into something rather than the result or any kind of judgment on intelligence and talent. For example, instead of saying, you did it, you're so smart, say instead, wow, I saw that you were really creative in solving this problem. You tried different methods and it worked. Rather than, good job, you're a genius. Say, I really admire the way you persevered even when it was not easy. Now you know a lot more about assembling a simple machine than you did before. If you go for something and you don't succeed, instead of telling yourself, I'm just not cut out for this, I just face-planted in front of everyone and I'm never going to live this down, say instead, I'm proud that I tried and I gave my best. I learned many things in the process and I will know what to do better next time. If a relationship fails, instead of thinking, all men are jerks, there are no good men in the world, you can think, what did that relationship teach me? What red flag should I pay attention to next time? How can I show up for my partner without losing myself in my next relationship? If you are a parent and you have a difficult relationship with your child, instead of saying, well, my child is who he is, it is my fate as a parent to be given a problem child, ask instead, how can I have a bigger perspective on this? What is it I am not seeing? What can I learn from this? Is there a new approach I can try? Your exercise for this week is to examine your life and see if there is an area where it would benefit you to adopt the growth mindset. As we said, just because it can be improved doesn't mean it has to be improved. Sometimes we are happy with the way things are. Perfect. But if it's an area that's causing you pain, and you'll recognize this because there's regret or resentment or fear of judgment when you think of this thing, then ask yourself, how can I approach this from a more growth-minded perspective? How can I change my internal dialogue to reflect a growth mindset? That's it for this week. If you want to explore the subject further, I highly recommend you read the book titled Mindset by Carol Dweck. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to subscribe and share it with other people. Also, follow the Instagram account at the Life Tools Podcast. A week ago, I took on the personal challenge of getting rid of my camera shyness, so I started posting Instagram TV videos of me answering questions from friends about different topics. It's in good timing with this episode, which I didn't plan, by the way. For so long, I kept telling myself, I'm camera shy, I'm just not comfortable in front of the camera. And then I got sick of this excuse and told myself, actually, I would really like to be comfortable in front of the camera. I don't plan to be a YouTuber, but I don't like the feeling of panic that comes and all of my muscles tensing up when I see a camera in front of me. 
So here I am doing this challenge and documenting it in public. If you've ever done something similar, let me know. I would really love to hear about your experience, what you learned, and how you grew from it. Thank you for listening, everyone. I wish you all a great week ahead. Bye. Bye.